Welcome back to the Almost Somethings podcast, where I reflect on my old dating experiences by pouring over my old diaries. So buckle up as we jump into the first guy to awaken my libido. The year is 2013. I'm in my junior year of high school, and I had decided that this was going to be the year that I was finally going to be noticed. I wrote in my diary that I was going to wake up early, go to school with perfectly done hair, nails, and makeup, and that I was going to pick out my outfit the night before. This was when Pretty Little Liars was at its peak, which means that I wore a blazer and a chiffon shirt and jeans to school every day trying to mimic the Spencer Hastings prep look. This could have been a badass look if not for the fact that three days before my first day of junior year, I was lucky enough to get a retainer to straighten my smile, which meant that my lisp was very strong during the whole introduce yourself to the class part of the first day of school ritual. If this doesn't help visualize the total loser I was, I had two solid friends at this time. Maggie, a blonde indie badass who wouldn't talk to strangers if her life depended on it, and Michaela, a Harry Potter-loving, teacher-crushing, innocent, sweetheart with a bit of sass. We were at the bottom of the food chain, and none of us had ever had any guy experience. We each had someone on our radar. Michaela liked a teacher, Maggie was obsessed with a man who would knock someone up a year after graduating high school, and I was obsessed with a Chick-fil-A good boy who loved Jesus and ended up getting married a year after he graduated, but I'm getting ahead of myself. It's the first day of junior year. The the bell rings, and I say goodbye to my two friends and head to my first class. I'm excited because it's Spanish, which means I can count on being able to bullshit my way to an A in that class. As we wait for the late seniors to walk in, I feel my heart speed up as a few of the popular boys who are friends with my Chick-fil-A crush walk in. Their names are Mark, Connor, Tom, and Greg. They're the classic guys. Fit, attractive, and all wearing their Laxboro jackets. They all gather in one table, and just their entrance makes the class get more rowdy. As the class starts, the first thing the teacher does is makes up the seating charts. We all line up and she randomly starts pulling people out. Long behold, I'm placed at a table with a weird kid, a girl who I'm acquaintances with, Connor and Tom. This is it. This is my inn. I am prepared. I have icebreakers in my purse, which I strategically brought for the first day of school. Literally, I had those mints. And the teacher continues to place students as, at their tables. I pull out a mint and offer everyone else at the table one. Connor and Tom are the first ones to grab them and say thanks. This is the start to, the, to my junior year, the year I turned pretty. In my diary, I have written that every day when I walk into my Spanish class, Mark shouts across the room, me gusta Madison. Greg continuously touches me and plays with my hair and always says I'm beautiful. And Connor is the first to add me on Snapchat, which the rest follow. If you're at the point where you're like, who the fuck is this story about? The answer is Tom. One day in class, a couple weeks in, Tom was teasing me and Connor said, Tom has a crush on you. Tom's face burned red and he got very awkward and refused to look me in the eye. Later that week, he asked me if I was going to a football game. I told him, no, I don't like sports, you know that. Tom knew that Maggie, Michaela, and I would always go shopping on Fridays instead of going to the football game. Tom replied, you really need to go to at least one game. At this point, Connor interjected, He only wants you to go because he wants to make out with you while you're there. If only I would know, it would be a whole year and a half before Tom and I would actually kiss. You see, at this point, I was obsessed with Chick-fil-A boy. I only paid attention to him. My thoughts were about him. So as much as I knew I was enjoying the attention from all my Spanish class boys, I knew in my heart Chick-fil-A boy was meant for me. Even though Chick-fil-A boy and I literally never talked. So Tom and I continued to sit next to one another. We continued to talk and become friends. Tom looked like Toby from Pretty Little Liars. 
He had the exact nose, thin lips, shaggy hair. Our friendship was us constantly shitting on one another. I loved teasing him and making fun of him, and he always came right back at me. We were total opposites. He was always trying to convince me to smoke pot or go to a party and drink, and I was always trying to convince him that that stuff was bad. Our friendship grew and grew until one day he was my best guy friend. And then I set him up with my best friend named Haley, who went to a different school. Yep, I fucked up. November 7, 2013, my diary entry states, Haley and time. Haley and Tom are on a date right this very minute. To this, I quote a line from The Perks of Being a Wallflower. I am both happy and sad, and I'm still trying to figure out how that can be. I mean, I'm extremely happy that Haley is with Tom. They're both great, but I don't like that she's with Tom. He's my friend, and it's not that I'm jealous. Well, I guess I am, but I'm more so jealous that Haley is out on a date with a guy, and I'm just obsessing over someone who doesn't even know I exist. I continue going on this rant for a couple more pages. My friend Haley calls me up later that night and tells me how the date went okay but that she isn't that into him. I secretly am elated by it, but I keep that to myself. Tom tells me at school that he isn't that into Haley and things go back to normal. Until January 12, 2014, I write in my diary, I think I like Tom. I know I said before that I didn't, but I think it was because I was too busy daydreaming about a guy who only says hi to me in the hallway and my pleasure after refilling my drink at Chick-fil-A. Tom makes me smile when I see him, I'm comfortable with him, and things just flow. We both make each other laugh, and I'm very attracted to him. I was when Haley dated him, and I think that's why I was so jealous. And this is the last entry about Tom until June. This is because our classes were done on block scheduling, so after Christmas break, I didn't have class with him, and things started to fizzle out. June 17, 2014, I write, I hung out with Tom tonight. We went to see a movie, we talked a lot. Things were exactly as they were before, only by the end of the night, no romantic feelings existed. I met him there and paid for my own ticket, which he basically told me I was going to. That did disappoint me a little bit, but then he told me he only dated a girl for sex, and when she didn't put out, he dumped her. I told him, this is perfect. I don't want to have, I, you don't want to have sex with me, and I don't want to have sex with you. We can really just be friends. After the movie, Tom and I went to his Jeep and sat in the mall parking lot ju- and just talked for hours put on music and this time I was obsessed with One Direction. He went to their playlist and started playing random songs which I belted out and serenaded him. He put on one called, called You and I and started singing along with me. The chorus goes, you and I, we don't want to be like them, we can make it till the end, nothing can come between you and I, not even the gods above can separate the two of us. I was so happy in that moment. I felt like he truly understood me and like he literally took the time to sing that song to make fun of me, but I loved it. He drove me home and I gave him a a hug as I got out of the car. The following week, I had invited Connor over to hang out with Haley and I. We were all watching Teen Wolf when Connor sent a Snapchat to Tom. Tom instantly snapped me saying, no invite? Haley and I decided to invite him and all four of us spent the night playing pool and watching Teen Wolf. This would become a weekly event every Tuesday night that summer and usually included some innocent night runs to get ice cream. I always felt so cool because Tom would post a bunch of videos of me on his Snapchat and he would post ugly pictures of me saying, hashtag woman crush Wednesday, come get this single beautiful woman, guys. Things started to get complicated with Tom and I at this point. July 27th, 2014, I write, one minute Tom is hanging all over me and telling me how great I am. Then the next he's talking shit and saying how he has no attraction for me, which I know is a lie. So he has crossed off the list, back to being just friends, thank God. One day, mid-August, Haley and Tom and I decided to hit the beach for a final beach trip. Tom and I ride down together and Haley says she'll meet us after the dance practice. 
I was secretly happy about this because it had gotten to the point where Tom and I couldn't do anything without Haley tagging along, it felt like. As Tom and I rode down to the beach, it was the first time we were alone since our movie night at the beginning of the summer. We had the windows down and Calvin Harris's When I Met You in the Summer was playing. When we arrived to the beach, Tom and I staked out our spot. We laid next to each other and we started reflecting about our friendship. Tom turned and faced me and I turned to face him. We were so close our noses were almost touching. He said, I remember being so confused when you set me up with Haley because I thought you liked me. I felt the inside of my stomach do a flip and I responded, as soon as I set you up with Haley, I was mad at myself for doing it. I was weirdly jealous about it and I was happy when you guys didn't work out. Tom laughed and smiled at me. I only went out with her to make you jealous. I looked up and saw Haley approaching us. I wish it was just us, Tom said. Me too, I replied. After Haley joined us, Tom and I got into the ocean. I remember him picking me up and tossing me around and holding me in his arms in the ocean. All the while, Haley was just standing there watching us in the water. The day ended and Tom and I were on the car ride home. He looked at me and out of the blue, he said, you need someone to just be your friend and have benefits with. That way your first time won't make you get attached. No, I don't. I want all my firsts to be special, to give me something to look forward to, I replied. When I got out of the car, when he dropped me off, I felt a heaviness in the air. That moment where we could have kissed if one of us would have just been brave enough to, but I got out and he drove off. August 30th. I write in my diary about how I'm interested in him because we were supposed to go to the movies so we could say goodbye before he went off to college, feeling that he really wanted to hang out with me to tell me his feelings. But I ended up not being able to make it for some odd reason, and he messaged me during his first weeks of college and said, there's no hot girls here. You'd be at the top of the list, which naturally I thought, I want you. I'm waiting for you. Time passes, and eventually it's Christmas break, which means Tom is on winter break for college. At this point, my crush for him has kind of faded, but my attraction hadn't. He texts me and asks me if I'm down to grab dinner. We go out to dinner, and I tell him... (coughs) We go out to dinner, and I tell him that I've never been kissed. And from here, I'll let my 18-year-old self narrate the rest directly from my diary. Well, when we went back to my house, we watched two movies upstairs, and we were sprawled out on the ground. He was tickling me. It didn't tickle at all, but I acted like it did. Next thing I know, I'm straddling, and his hands are up my shirt, feeling my waist, and my hands are sliding under his shirt and feeling the ridges in his shoulders. We were so close, our noses kept brushing, and we were breathing heavy. Next thing I know, he's kissing my neck. I decay, but I could, like, feel his penis since I was straddling him, and, like, I decay if it's supposed to feel that hard. Anyway, his breathing was increasing, and his hands were shaking like a leaf. I think he was nervous. Then he tried to lean in, and I sort of, like, turned my cheek and was like, no, and he was like, why not? And I didn't say anything. Next thing I know, we are kissing. But it wasn't how I thought it would be. I imagine it's slow and little tongue, but this was fast and a lot of tongue. I leaned back and hopped off him. We started cuddling, like he was holding my hand and wrapping his arms around my waist while the other was on my inner thigh, and we kissed again. It was better than last time, but still not by much. Once again, I pulled back, just in time because my mom came in and she went into the room the opposite side and closed the door. Tom tried to lean in and kiss me again, and I stopped him and said, My mom is right there. So what, he said. IDK if I even want to kiss you again anyway, I said. A few minutes later, Tom got up and left. I remember feeling confused and being sad that he left. I wrote, never really began. These words resonate with me to this day. But looking back on that first kiss entry, I realized I fucked up. I hurt his feelings. He was clearly so nervous to kiss me, and then I basically said you're a bad kisser when he really wasn't. 
I know now that some people you just don't have the same chemistry with when you kissed. And that was one of those moments. After that, Tom would go and post annoying things of other girls on his story. He stopped responding to my snaps and my little heart broke because I felt like he didn't care about me, that he used me to kiss me. Looking back, I realized I was the one who hurt him. Slowly over time, Tom and I would meet up on his spring breaks or summer breaks and grab dinner. He ended up transferring to the same college I went to, which led us to get dinners at the dining hall once a week, and that's when our friendship was reestablished. He'd actually be the friend I would go to for comfort after my first heartbreak, which is coming up on another one of these episodes. One day, when we were having dinner at the dining hall, I asked Tom if he ever liked me, and he said no. And although I don't believe that reflecting now, when he told me, it made me realize something. I wrote in my diary November 24th, 2015. It's helped me to realize I like the idea of Tom, but not him as a whole. I only like Tom because of the thrill I had wondering if he like liked me back. Take that, take away that thrill, that questioning, take away the crush. Looking at this now in November 2019, I can't help but wonder if that's a trend. Do I always get wrapped up in the chase? Or is it something with Tom? Is it the fact that I always get with guys who are immature and realize they're not ready for a serious commitment? One thing I learned from Tom is that you can think that someone is your one-day romantic love story, the one who got away, the one that you'll always eventually end up with, because they're always right there. But really, sometimes people are just in your life to give you that little push. Tom was a perfect person to lose my first kiss to, because I never did get attached to him. He's just someone who will just always be in my life. He was there during my innocent years. He was there when I was growing up. And he's been there with me as I've gotten my heart trampled on time after time. I'm happy that he's still in my life today. Thanks for joining me on our first full episode of Almost Something. Subscribe and follow along to see if any of my questions are answered as we dissect my other relationships, or lack thereof, I guess I should say.